Welcome to the Vault Podcast, everybody. My name is Dave Wakely. I'm sitting here beside Dan Liatra. And for the first time in 2023... That's correct. Welcome. Welcome. It's so good to be back. 2023, lots coming up this year. Lots of exciting things. Now, I see, you, I see you've got Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need to, Terry, we, we salute Terry. Yeah, because we, we probably will forget it for every other episode. <laughs> so let's do it once, All right. properly for the year. <laughs> Done. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Is that a good sign? <laughs> no, it's not a good sign. If you don't understand what's going on, don't worry, neither do we. It's it's a tradition that started from very at the very beginning of the podcast. Yes, episode uh, one. And for some reason, we just keep, we keep it going, right? Correct. Now, Dan. Hi. Uh, first episode of the year. Yep. New, uh, new set. Kind of a new set. You may not have seen this backdrop before. A lot of talk shows, late night television talk shows, have got a cityscape in the background. They actually have a city. <laughs> they in do. The background. We, we do have not. wallpaper that looks like a city. But Dave, you put this up yourself. I did. Yeah. I, I and there's you can see there's the seams here, and they're actually quite like. Okay, you know what? It's fine. It's, 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 fine. it's fine. It's fine. Today, though, this new set, Dan and I, just by ourselves today, because we wanted to talk about something to kick off the year that is very fresh in our minds. Summer camp. Summer camp, indeed. Now, the reason it's fresh in our minds is we finished our last one yesterday. That's correct. I'm very tired. <laughs> and then we slept in the small. I was really felt it last night. Yeah, yeah. I was exhausted. So if, if you're wondering, what, summer, but it's the end of January. Well, that's because you're in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. It's really hot over here. But it's good, yeah. too, because it's good to have, if you're watching this now, you'll be planning summer camp prep, in July. Yeah, prep for your summer camp. July specials. The topic for today is this one secret will make your kids' camp 132% better. Now, when we talk about camp, I need to let you know for some of our Northern Hemisphere friends. Yeah. Yes. You could also put this to a VBS Oh, as yes, well, yes. Because some camps over there, like school camps, holiday camps, they can go for many, many weeks. Many weeks, yes. And they look a little bit different. But over here, our camp would roughly last a week. Like three to four days type yeah. thing. Oh, is that a week, three to four days? Well, uh, Like a know. work week? Well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how much I work. <laughs> right, I understand where you're days. coming from. Yeah. Yes, we would do two, three days, two nights away with our, for our year five and sixes, our, our, just before high school kids. Mm-hmm. And then we have a day camp, of course. What we do is a day camp for our younger kids. Mm-hmm. No nights away, but we just take them away for a day. And that's the one we just finished yesterday. And then we start the spiel, and then we're getting into the stand. Fantastic. Do we, the spiel. We know not everyone leader in kids' ministry is in a big staff team. Ooh. In fact, more than half the churches around the world have solo pastors. <gasps> but no one should be alone in ministry. So we humbly ask you to consider us a part of your team. Welcome to the vault where you keep your most valuable things. And what is more valuable than wisdom? The wisdom that's going to be imparted today is from us. From me. And you. <laughs> Not always. We don't really like to think of ourselves as wise. But we don't like to toot our own horn, but it's the start of the year, so... Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> now, this is what we're going to talk about today. There's one thing I think that a lot of summer camps need to know, and mm. a lot of events need to know. And to be yes. honest, we use this technique in all of our events that we put on for kids. Oh, we cracked the code. We have cracked the code and there's a few things. We want to change the way that you do your events in your kids' ministry camps. Because you're doing it wrong. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're going to fix all your mistakes. Yes. Not really, but I know you do incredible things, but we want to bring about an approach that has helped us and I think literally as I say here, has made our events 132% better. I reckon it's, if you go back 
to one of our events. It was about eight years ago. Right. We stumbled across this Mm -hmm. and we had – because we did put a lot of effort into our shows, into our performances, our rallies, our games, all that sort of stuff. And we stumbled across this thing Mm -hmm. and the engagement was off the charts. We we have never experienced – Kids being so into, I hit the microphone, so into something yeah. and so leaning in, which actually then made our rallies, our games, our, all of our other experiences so much better. Uh-huh. And we're going to share that with you today. We are about to share that. So let's start that off because I want to, I want you to change the way that you think about how you're, the structure of your team first. Ooh. Let's start with that. Sometimes when you think about an event, the, the, the team that pulls off the, the upfront ministries, the creative team, and they, they kind of maybe the, if you've got, for example, worship rallies where kids do praise and worship, you preach to the kids, and then you go off and do different activities. Mm-hmm. Let's, just, let's just start with that idea mm-hmm. is we, we do the same thing. We have our kids in groups, small groups generally, and tribes like a lot of kids' ministries around the world, groups, mm-hmm. tribe, a team, a – what was another name for tribe? Like a – like a pod, we used to call them. Like a pod, yeah. Boys and girls, colours, whatever it was, different. Groups, yeah. uh, you'd have the green tribe, the, the yellow tribe, and you give them names and you give them fun names. Mm-hmm. And we've done that for years, but they didn't really mean anything. They didn't. And it, it was just a way to group them together. Well, also what we would do, Dan, is we would have massive competitions between the tribes because competition is the secret source of children's ministry, That's except when it's not. Except when it's not. Because <laughs> that is someone came up with that idea and they said, let's run with that for 40 years. <laughs> competition. So let's give out points, which mean nothing. Yep. And let's just make that up as we go along. And at the end, half the kids will be disappointed. <laughs> yes, and half, crying. Other half the kids will be happy. Actually, most of the kids won't even care, but that's another. That's well, and, and competition we've found is is definitely counterintuitive, especially not just to kids' ministry because it, it just it brings emotions. I don't know. There's winners and losers. And if we're talking about the Bible and if we're talking about the, the kingdom of God, there is never any competition in the kingdom of God. Right. And we've said it on the podcast before. We are always 50-50 on this idea. A competition is great because kids get into it. It's, it helps your engagement. But on the other hand, it's not really what we want to be imparting to them as a church. We don't really want to foster the... The, the idea of competition because it's not a biblical or a kingdom-based idea. Also, we don't, we're not 100% sure how competition has, has been displayed in their own families. Right. We do know that competition can borderline be unhealthy in, Correct. Some, in some families between siblings and sporting events, all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's it can quite be. hard to go to church. And then you've got to compete yes. as well. So we, we would strongly suggest you really look at the ideas and the, and the themes of competition in your kids' ministry because it could be, it could be hurting, not helping. Mm. I, th- I would say that, hurting, not helping. So let's start with that idea. And so what we're looking for instead is, uh, and an idea we talk about a lot today is about a shared experience. Correct. Uh, we want to design a, an, a, an activity. We want to design a service, a program, an event, which helps the most introverted of your kids mm-hmm. connect with other kids. Extroverts, not a problem. They'll make a friend in 42 seconds with 14 Just kids around them. Give them a paper bag and... Time, and that's all they need. Right. Just time. So they don't even need time. a paper bag. Yeah. Uh, so we, we are looking to help the most introverted of kids. Dan and I were doing something on the weekend at church at another location. Yes. And one of the kids was sitting at the back of the room, and Dan Ooh, and I both saw him. Like- and you, you know that kid, and he's like, come on in, come and sit with the kids. And at some point you just go, you know what? 
You we'll th- leave you there. That's close we're, enough. We're gonna, we're gonna get you. We are gonna we're get you. So halfway, all the kids were answering these quizzes that we had basic quizzes up on the just, screen. Waiting for him to give, waiting for him to give an answer. He gave the correct answer. Dan and I just went nuts. nuts. We started running around the room, pretending he had just done the greatest thing in the world. And you could see a little crack of a smile. Yeah. And it was, it was just that idea of. And then that kid grew up to be TDJ. <laughs> And that really became an extrovert, didn't he? <laughs> but that that idea of the the, intro, the extroverted kids are easy. You you've got to work hard to get those other kids that feel on the outer, feel on the side, don't want to be a part of the group. And that's what we're looking to do here. And we're also this idea is you don't get 100% of kids 100% of the time. You do not. If, if you're giving out trading cards, as we always do in most of our events, our trading cards, which tie into this idea we're talking about, not 100% of the kids are going to absolutely go nuts over them. It's for a certain, you want to always get a certain percentage and have different fun things for them. Yes. So you know? what we what we try and do, obviously you want to aim for most of the kids, but there's always a few things in there. There's enough variety in there. Yes. The kids that, the kids like to think over things deeply then they can get something out of the kids like to like to be extroverted they can get something out of the kids like to collect things the kids like to solve puzzles there's all these sort of we get 100% of the kids with all of our things together is the goal right but we would find that quite often we would just stand it go to the standard well it's easy to say let's do a talent show and Mm -hmm. we're only we're only getting the kids that like that have the talents let's do this thing let's do chance let's do games we only get the athletic kids Right, right, right. So we are – well, this is a lot of teasing, Dave. We have teased. We are teased. Let's talk about this idea. Okay. This is what we call story, the story team, the storyline team. This is all about story. If you think about an event, and you'll see this a lot in publishers who've published VBS or curriculum, they will announce – I'm talking – they have these massive big announcement (laughs) sessions where they will go, next year's VBS theme is Jungle. Jungle. Or what was the other one they do a lot of? A safari. Safari. Uh, some kind of beach theme, yeah. And pirates. it's as if it's, it's <laughs> pirates. It's as if that's enough. Yeah, it's yeah, as yeah. if okay, we're going to talk about pirates, and people think, oh, good, I've got a theme. No, no, they go, oh, great, I've got a hat. <laughs> right, and I've it's, already got a hat. It's, Everything's going to be great. It's in a sense that is going halfway. It's kind of halfway to the solution because the end result is not, hey, kids are going to learn about safari animals. No, the end result is the theme is is halfway there. And I'll explain it like this. The video, I've talked about this before, I feel like on the podcast, mm-hmm. is the video game case. Yes. That is the, the the case that you buy with a video game in it. It looks pretty. You can see the characters. It's fun. I want to play it. You look at the back, you go, oh, goodness, this looks like a really fun game. But that is not the game. No. That is the outside, that's the, 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 the vibe and the feel and the design of the game. Mm-hmm. What's the most important part is the mechanics of the game. The game mechanics. And the, game the prettiest m- game in the world will not work if it's got bad mechanics. If it's boring to play, it's not going to be not going to be fun. Yes. So what we focus on are the game mechanics, and we feel like that is what's missing in a lot of events that for for kids is okay. It's safari. You've dressed up. Great. We're singing songs about safaris. We're incorporating that together. We've but done, someone's done a safari <laughs> dance. But I would say this. Safari (laughs) craft. We don't even do themes anymore. No. Because the theme is. We we tried, but after a while, (laughs) the mechanics and the other stuff became so important that people didn't even realize it was Safari theme. And Uh, we spent thousands of dollars on (laughs) hiring real life. 
Animals. Animals. (laughs) So what we do at summer camp, we don't go, come to summer camp, the theme this year is going to be all about drawing near to God or something, or that's not a great example. But we just go, camp is awesome. And when they get to camp, they discover all of this mechanics in the camp that they get to be a part of. And so we honestly, the events that we do now, we don't really advertise them as a, sometimes there'll be a bit of a fun thing. A theme like yeah, drawing near to God is probably what we did for conference last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But then, we, so roughly, our our leaders will then and will our curriculum will kind of revolve around that a little bit. But I would much rather have it's it's like this idea of you're at camp with these kids, mm-hmm. or you're at an event with these kids, and you're going to be speaking to the kids. What are you going to speak about? Well, you're going to speak about what you feel God is wants to say to these kids at this time. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's slightly different than the theme. And what's the point of going, no, you must talk about this Bible verse. No, you must talk about this topic and this theme. Or rather than, this is really what I think God wants to speak to these kids at this time about. Now, funny enough, at our summer camp, we did have a theme that went through our preaching, which was let your light shine. Correct. And obviously our preachers went in different ways, but we didn't even tell the kids that. No. It was part of their... It was part of their KDGs activities. The small none groups. of that was none of that was guys. It was just it was Here's it was what you can speak in. about. Yeah. And th- uh, that really is that really is sometimes the theming there's so much emphasis put on the message and the, the preaching message to the kids as if that's the central thing that the kids will learn about God is that that 10 minute 15 20 minute talk. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I do believe in the power of preaching. I believe it's this thing that even though kids experts in communications, the kids would say, it's not the way that you communicate to kids. There's more effective ways of doing it. I still think preaching has a place in our kids' ministries. But in saying that, I don't think that that's the be-all and end-of-all. Make sure the kids listen to the preaching and then they'll be fine. No, there's so much more that can happen in small groups and interacting in shared experiences. God can move through so many different things to, to, to bring about discipleship. Mm. right? And, and we, can, we can do so many more things than that, just that 20-minute message. So... That's when, Dan, when we're talking about our gathering and our rallies, sometimes there's just this massive emphasis that this is the moment for spiritual things and everything else is just fun and games. Mm. Well, no, no, no. The rally that we do is, yes, it's time for impartation, preaching and worship, but also that little moment there is a time to set up with story all the other time, the the 90% of the time you're outside of the rally, the preaching. So the first thing you need to do in your summer camps yes. is you need to give your campers, your kids, a goal. Exactly. So every year there is a goal. Now, a lot of people, a lot of times would be, okay, you're in two teams, your goal is to win. Okay, and that is, yes, a default and you can do that. But we can do <laughs> other goals. And this year we decided to try a different goal. And we gave them a goal which was on the final night there will be a party. Yep. And your goal is to have the best party possible. Mm-hmm. So now they've got a goal. They're yep. working to make that a reality. Because depending on how well you did at these tasks that we set mm-hmm. will determine how good your party will be. Correct. So when they, then we set a checklist. Mm-hmm. The checklist was a, a variety of different things that, that were… Activities, tasks, a, goals. Activities, tasks, goals that were related to a whole bunch of different things that… Uh, that Cast a wide net, and then as you yep. as you go through them, you get to check them off. You get to earn some credits, mm-hmm. and those credits went towards your final 
final. Uh, right. So the higher party. your number, the higher of tasks you completed, the more lollies, candy that you get that we'll give you for this party, yep. the later you're able to stay up past lights out. Yes. Uh, which is a massive – they kids want that. They really want that. So summer camp was – this we want to we want to achieve that rather than we want to beat the other team mm -hmm. we want to have the best party so we flip the story away from competition to almost a sense you're competing with yourself to see how well you can do the amazing thing dan is magically everybody got the best party <laughs> how <laughs> well, did that happen well we had we had party packs yep so we had three different levels and you had you had to achieve a certain yes. amount of cabin credits to get those levels. Now, magically, those weren't set until we saw how people were going. <laughs> so everyone did get the same amount. Everyone of, got them. Is that same amount of lollies? Their merit to their merit. But, they, it was their merit. But they did get different bedtimes. Yes, that's now, true. The bedtimes could different differed from. I think there was about a twenty-three minute swing. Right. In both, but they were presented with a. They were presented with a certificate. <laughs> that's right. Permission to party. A permission to party certificate. I think we can show a picture up on the screen. Oh, sure. Then, if you watch. Watching this on YouTube, it's appeared in front of our faces. If yeah. I could find it, yes, permission to party, and they were able to present this to stay up a little, stay up a little later, and that was that was enough for the goal. Now, this is what really cool about having a checklist rather than a competition. There were some kids that were determined that this was a competition. They were like, "Yes, are we beating other people?" Mm -hmm. like, they we, were right, right. We're like, well, yes. are we in the lead? Yes, are we in the lead? And you're like, "Yes, but there is no lead." Right. But for them, for them, they're in the lead. Yeah, it, that's it that's the, they were, for the kids that love competition. They just wanted to know that they were first. And you, and again, that's that's the thing. Different kids react differently to these 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 competitions. And we're we're getting <laughs> to the point where we've discovered a secret this year. This oh, is the, this is the before secret. we go to the secret. Is this the about the um? Yes. The the the, 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 the what is it? The talent, talent show. Yeah. Before we do that, the fun thing that we got to do, Dan and I and one of the other leaders walked around at night. Tr trying to shut off the, all the parties yes. and you'd knock on the door of the cabin you'd say sorry it's lights out you need to go to sleep now and they would bring out their certificate their permission, permission to, party. to party certificate and say we've got till this time we're like oh, I'm sorry about that well, sorry we didn't realise it was all a bit of fun and games that we walked they, around every cabin and every every cabin got the opportunity to show us to, they to, had permission to, to party, party. <laughs> and we had to we had to leave them. We had to leave, and we were like very apologetic, and it was a great moment, a really fun moment. It was. Now, we, what did we discover, Dan? So we discovered we put one of the things on the checklist. There were some quite fun ones, like have a rant today. Oh, yes. Have a devotional with your leader was a great one. Try to get everyone on yes. a certain piece of play keeping your keep there was like ones that help camping which is keeping your cabin tidy yep not getting water in your cabin because that's the worst if water gets in cabins and they get damp it's a horrible experience so there were there were really practical ones fun ones when kids would come up and rant to me it'd be about anything it would some kids would just be my favorite one was when the kid came up to me and said i can't stand it when people use a z instead of an s like at the end of kids and i'm like I agree with that rant and we would have a rant back and forth how we didn't like that. That was a fun one. Now, whoever's someone listening right now is receiving a spirit of conviction because <laughs> there's a Z in their name and that's fine. It might be time for it to come back around again though. Yes. You know what I mean? Maybe. It's, culturally, maybe it's ready for its moment. Yeah, uh, written in Comic Sans. And so one of them was we said, let's do a talent show. Yes. So for the talent show, we in, which is a staple at camp. Oh, it's yes. very strange. Since I was a kid, there was the talent show and we would, your cabin would get together and have to put a show on. And, and you it would, would be, prep for oh. it because so, yeah, you had to make sure you were pretty good. 
good and you wanted to kind of win or just not be embarrassed and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> that was mainly what we were looking for, but not be embarrassed. But instead we just opened it up. We were there for 45 minutes and we said, you can come, you can perform in front of the judges. Mm-hmm. And all the judges were judging is, was that a talent? <laughs> because you weren't trying to win. You were yes. just trying to get it ticked off your list. You wanted a tick for it, so the pressure was off. And we took and kids would do big, elaborate. The kids that were into it again practiced for practiced for a day. Yep, and th- worked it and worked yep. it through. Other kids literally made something up on the on the spot, spot. and yep. it was amazing. It didn't matter. The pressure was off. They were doing it not to be good and not to show everybody their skill to get a checklist checked off, but it didn't negate the ones that really worth, wanted to be a part of this. Which so the amazing thing about it was we told people they didn't have to stay and watch, but every most people did. Yep. We had a packed audience, and the audience was way more generous because people were just having a yeah. go. Yeah. And we took away the competition, and it actually made the it made it much a, a better comp. If it yeah. was a competition, it was a much better competition. Yeah. But it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. And we also kept. By the way, you've got to keep them short. A minute for your talent. You don't want to do some kids sing a, a seven-minute-long Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. You know what I mean? You've got to – and we didn't really have any problem with length because everyone was really short as well. Mm-hmm. But, again, you do want to say you've got a minute to show your talent, and that, that helps keep it manageable because 45 minutes, in and out, done. The whole, whole campsite was in and out and done. So we're going to play around with this concept some more. We were chatting to one of our amazing leaders, Liz. I think she's been on the podcast before. She, she has was, an, a, yes. a kid song. Yes, and she said she was running a – they want to run a battle of the bands at school. She works at a school and they had zero sign-ups. It was going to be a big competition <laughs> and they've got a lot of musical kids and no one wanted to sign up. So she, she suggested let's just change it to a, a music festival. And they – Right. So well, no, that's what it called. It was like the showcase or something or maybe yeah, musical, it was a music, music festival. Yeah, music yeah. festival showcase where you can sign up. And just have a go. Yeah. And they were – it was so popular they had to run it for multiple days. Yes. Because of people. I so think we're thinking that kids, kids, kids aren't as – it's the competition is not as important as we think. No. It is. No, exactly. And it, things are better. As, as we're discovering, things are better without competition. And you can do it in such a way where the kids who love competition still feel like it's a competition. Yeah. Now, the next thing we need to talk about, Dan, is the separating of the story team away from everybody else. We are talking here about everybody is a leader and most of them have a group of kids in a cabin. Yes. Then there, are, then there the is a bunch of our of camp. backbone of camp. Then there's our staff and they have multiple roles. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that Dan and I pretty much do these days is what we do is story. Mm-hmm. And that story is understood not just by the kids but by the leaders as well. We do things, for example, we've done every camp, we hide the owl. Steve the owl and his family, we hide him. And this is the important part that relies on technology. Mm -hmm. You need a central place to display updatable information. Yes. So you'll see we have a iMac that sits in the center of camp. Mm -hmm. I've got video of it. I should be putting over this top if you'd like to see that and you're listening on Spotify or on podcast, jump onto YouTube and check it out. But we have a central iMac and we update that on our phones Mm -hmm. using the magic of the internet and Mm -hmm. our friend Carlos who can program things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we will update on our phones the points where the owls, where the owls are. Mm -hmm. The and these the, we do these incredible hints that are very difficult to figure out, and kids will be searching all over the campsite. Now that's what Dan and I focus on: pure fun and engagement for the kids. And running through that 
all the camp is the the checklist. So kids are checking the list off as they go through camp. And that's that's it. Like if you think about the the fun things that we're doing here, there's all the activities that we do, but it's the it's the thing that you're working on over the whole camp at your own pace, focusing on the things that you want to do as a camper. Our leaders were getting very fired up about these these hints as well because they had to help their kids find them and it was hilarious seeing them more excited about finding the owl as well. So that's another way that story. But that team that we're doing, we're not looking after cabins or kids. No. We are purely, and in our rallies when we're gathered together, we are also pushing that story forward. Yeah. Yes, we did have points. Yes, we did have a tribe, <laughs> tribes, but sometimes the tribe groupings is just more about what kids got to w- what activities mm-hmm. than it is about the competition. So it yes, all, it all goes back to that goal. Is everything outside everything that goal? Everything they did led towards that. Mm-hmm. So they were finding owls because that was on their checklist. Yeah, they're finding owls to also because they earned points, which is. Part of the other goal, which was to win summer camp. That's, yes. kind, of, that's kind of always uh, always there. It's always in the background a little bit. The one time we've never had a winning tribe was when, and one of the most beautiful stories that we've done mm. was there were four tribes at our, our big kids event, Kids Song, mm-hmm. yeah. and we created a game, yes. uh, the video game, Dan, and what? One of our kid, kids, one of the tribes got destroyed. What happened there? So it was a game called Battleship, and the game, the goal was to defeat the computer in Battleship. And whenever your tribe earned enough tickets, they would level up, their power would increase, and then their champion, their leader, could choose, being advised by their by the children, whether they should have a have a try have and a shot the, have a shot to at try the battleship. The, game. the more power, the more space they would have in their shot. Unfortunately, the game got hacked. Oh, and the terrible. computer started firing back, which yes. is not supposed to happen. Because the hacker had <laughs> things. So it changed from this game of we're trying to beat the other teams to hang on, we actually versus the hacker who's trying to destroy us. Mm-hmm. And he actually took out a team. Yes. And that team was deleted from existence. Yes. So all of a sudden we've got a missing tribe. Mm-hmm. That tribe is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. But there's a way to save it, Dan. What do we have to do? So the other teams decided to decided with the support of their all their children, like hundreds of kids yelling, yes, do it, or a couple of kids going, no, <laughs> to sacrifice all of their power, all of their levels, all of their tickets, everything that they've worked the entire week mm-hmm. to try and revive this tribe that yeah. had been defeated. And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> so we're talking maybe 250 kids each in one of these tribes. They all decided so to groups go of kids. Back, to, back to square one. To try and get this tribe back in. So the, the goal was that they worked together to bring the tribe back and then the goal became, no, let's not fight each other. Let's not compete against each other. Let's defeat the hacker. Let's defeat the hacker. So you create a common enemy mm-hmm. <laughs> out there and that was a magical event for us because the story all the way through was this kind of the idea of working together to, def- to, to defeat the common enemy. Beautiful. There wasn't at the end of the conference not even a win because they defeated the hacker. There wasn't a winner. Funny enough... Some of the tribe, one of the tribe goes, well, we kind of won because we did the last thing on it. And we're like, yes, yes, of course Sure you, you did. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we won because we did the, yes, yep, you were the winner. And it doesn't matter because nobody felt like a loser. Correct. And that was really the goal for us. Now, so if, we, if you're thinking about these moments, it's 
We have rallies throughout the day, moments where you do praise and worship and preaching, and that's when you advance the Mm storyline. And then when you're outside of the rally with the kids, they are advancing what you've been given. So it's it's always moving forward the story. And we're talking at camp, it might have been, how many sessions we did? We probably talked about our story for, how how long for each rally did you have to talk about it? Oh, it was only, you only need about five to 10 minutes. Not a lot. Not a lot. And so this this idea doesn't, doesn't dominate all of our rallies, you still focus obviously about worship, praise, uh, Jesus, talking about him and the, and, the, and the message that you want to give. But this is this, the, this underlying, it's like the mechanics of the video game that you've promoted to all of your kids. So what, we, what we're saying, the one secret that will make your kids camp 132% better is game mechanics. Game mechanics. And the great thing about that is every year you can have the same game mechanics. Right. You just change the game. This And this is this, this actually has a good point that you made earlier today, Dan. Kids, big brothers, big sisters mm. will have their little sisters go to camp like mm. they did. And they'll be like, oh, you should check out my trading cards. There was the president and he was this guy that was in charge of Kidsong. And the story that year was the president was was kidnapped, was he? I can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> but know, the pres- that was the, 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 the trading cards, which this, we're still doing every big event that we do, tell a story. And so you're you're getting generational buy-in, mm-hmm. not because you're doing a jungle theme, but because of the game mechanics and the story that you told over your camp and your series. <gasps> Dan Lee Archer, wow. we've done it. We did it. We've explained the secret. Success. The secret to children's ministry. If you would like to ask questions of us and any other guests that we have, please email us at thevault at hillsong.com. We would love to read those questions. We definitely need more questions, Dan, right? Because, and especially if you're wondering, how does this game, we want to know, if you're really wondering how does this game mechanic Ooh, yes. thing work, we would love to get in more depth about it. Only if you want it, though. We could do a masterclass. Ooh, masterclass. Ooh, yeah. We could give the examples of what we have done. Ooh. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on The Vault. Hopefully you got some wisdom from that. I'm Dave Wakely. He's a funny man, Dan, also known as Dan Liacha. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Bye.